I'm William Prince, and this is the Sunday Verse. Welcome back as we dive into what I've called the beginning. I'm here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, coming to you live from the Song Shop studio where I made my first record, Earthly Days, Reliever, and now my new album, Gospel First Nation. I'm joined by my good friend and producer, Julie Penner, as we talk about various things that I guess I lived as a young man and learned through the power of song. Like the stars of the morning His bright crown adorning They shall shine in their beauty Bright gems for his crown You know, that might be the first song I ever learned to sing. Hmm. I think that's the first song my dad learned to sing. Again, we're talking about this uh, relationship between First Nations and Christianity and Christian folks and how some of the tools used in the colonization of indigenous people, the assimilation were the songs. And I, I want to restate this every time in a way that I understand. I'm a First Nations man uh, who made a record about these uh, these songs that helped institute these measures of control. And from that kind of made me see how, you know, the songs themselves were designed. This is a Sunday school song. And at one point, my dad was a, a five or six-year-old kid, you know, not much older than my son, Wyatt. And I think of uh, how to deliver a message and how he sings popular songs on the radio. They get in, in your head. Like uh, anybody with children knows that if your child latches on to <laughs> a song, you're going to hear it for a long time. And um, it, it made me think of this song that way and how they would teach it in Sunday school, When He Cometh, uh, an idea of that, you know, these children in, in loving the Lord in return will be loved too. Look, children, if, if you were to follow this and believe here and say these things in a certain order, uh, that will please God and that will ensure that your family lives well and that you'll have a good life and it's just that easy. Sign up and sing this song, everybody, you know? And <laughs> I think of that and how it worked in a way because the song that my dad sang in those Sunday school classes eventually ended up being sung to me and I sang it when I was just learning guitar, you know, 11 years old, I'd say. I was just really starting to to get it and we're here today and it's on record now which is cool and it's one of the funner uplifting songs because that's what it was meant to do that was its purpose was to spark a little joy and happiness believe it or not i experience those things once in a while myself you know uh, no <laughs> you may uh, <laughs> you may not think but 
Um, what about was, Wyatt? Does he does he sing this song? Has he? He's slowly learning. Uh, he's really been learning all music. Um, he refers to them by their own titles, the different songs by a lyric that sticks out to him. What I notice most is that Wyatt is the keeper of all my newest songs because I'm always just kind of writing around him. And if something gets stuck in his head, that's almost like my indicator now oh. in a really cool way. So everything is executively produced by Wyatt in a way. He's working on all my records with me. And I just, I think of that, I think of the earliest songs that he's going to maybe pick up and plunk away on the piano. My nieces are learning piano now. And some of the easier songs to learn are rooted around even the old gospel framework songs, You Are My Sunshine, you know, like these are easy, adaptable songs. And this song has a You Are My Sunshine feel to it. Exactly. And uh, I like that it's got some skip to it. I enjoy it for that. A lady ages ago said, we're just waiting for you to let go, to really belt it out. And that stuck with me for some time. And it's like, it may take a number of albums before he goes electric and starts, if ever, you know, <laughs> I, I'm really happy with the pace of things and the way we do them and carrying on what I can. I guess this is my, I'm leaning more towards the historical side of things now where it's like this recording is, is a historical piece. It represents a lot of years and um, a special place. Like, uh, who would have thought gospel music there? You know, that's that's what I'm hoping part of the takeaway is, too. Like, it's not all negative. I don't want it to be. Gospel music there. Let's, yeah. be, let's tell people more yes. there. Um, thinking about, like, gospel music existing on reserves. We've touched on this how. Why would you sing those songs to begin with? And moving on to... The cool part was people would travel around with their own CDs. I'm really carrying on a tradition of back in the day, you would just hit record on a tape and okay, nobody say anything before and let's roll and get into this and make your best album right there. You know, 30 minutes aside or whatever, sing some classics, print out a little tape and put a folder in it. And so this is my version of that. And it all really started, I guess, most songs started with this song. When I think of getting better at guitar and learning how to make the the F chord, the, the hardest chord to learn in the beginning, you know, when you, you start and mostly trying to bar it in a way before, but then finding how country music works and using the root and carrying on and and then you get a little... And we were so tappy, yeah. little head, head nodding. We were so lucky to be joined by uh, the wonderful Patty Kusteruk, you know, just... The fiddle player. Oh, the fiddle player. and She's so great. She helped me on my first record and was there to lay some fiddle down on a song called Bloom. And uh, when I thought of the kind of joyful two-stepping way, this is, this is how we put a lot of Manitoba in this song. And that's by using the fiddle and say, you know, this is gospel from up north this is the gospel i know and that's a thing that's that's what we should be capturing i hope years from now people will see this record as me preserving because if not me then who because truthfully that culture is kind of dying off out there 
everybody I was singing these songs around in the beginning has gone on, you know, including my dad, including the Thomas family, the Thomas brothers who there was this cast of a brother, Gordy and Albert and uh, Ozzy, a number of people, all these brothers played in the church, one on piano, two guitars. We'd always have six or seven guitar players and never any drummer. And, you know, eventually I started playing drums. And once in a while, the, the son of the piano player would play drums and we'd have different family members on bass. And sometimes it would really come together. And I wanted this song to represent what it would have been like to have like that, that perfect band and, and have it, you know, delivered in this way. But... I guess in its own way, the band was perfect. The band was exactly who it had to be, and the beginning started with that. The beginning started with all of us sort of out of tune and, you know, doing our best to sing these songs in unison. Now you take a verse, and, you know, voices are different and stronger and weaker, and you know what? There was never any judgment. It was all there to encourage and work on our skills. We were a musical family. I say that to my audiences now and when we sing together we're together as that family what's the prince memorial chapel there's a picture of it on the cover of your new album and uh it's a just a kind of a modest building um looks like it's in a field there's beautiful blue sky behind it some sun peeking through in the back can you just tell me more about that the Prince Memorial Chapel is in the yard of where my uh, grandfather had a house and grew up, and then later my grandma got a more modern house put on the property. My brother lives there now. It was a fully functioning church that held service for uh, a number of people for a long time, had an old pump organ, no microphones, it was all acoustic, beautiful inside. And then over the years, as it became you know, really no need for it, I don't know if there was a gap in the real lifestyle, I say, I guess, the culture of Christianity, but the church eventually was let go. And today it just kind of holds a lot of boxes from various family members' junk, and it's full of garbage and left there to rot. The floorboards are rotted out. The outside looks beautiful still if you catch it in just the right way. And that's what I wanted to preserve because... The Prince Memorial Chapel represents, you know, my great-grandfather's preaching and long into the night, the camp services and all those things, people joining together and traveling. I think he even said by horse at one point <laughs> to get to these services and share in the music. And boy, old Edward Prince Sr. from Peguis, you know, he puts on a good service. So get in the wagon and we're going over to Peguis. We're going to make our way and stay there. And, and there was a community to that. You'd receive people and you'd have a lunch and a dinner and all that but the prince memorial chapel it sits on the property of uh, where princes have lived on the peg first nation um it's where my dad learned to sing it's where he went to service with his dad you know my dad never really knew his dad he was raised by his grandfather and so it called him dad edward senior who's actually my great-grandfather and he was a deep voice baritone singer and runs in the family hey you know i always joke that if you think my voice is deep you should have heard them you should have heard their baritone and funny too um the tradition they were all big men and they just kind of took care of the church 
by candlelight. My grandma would have been in that church. I remember too, this is just an aside from it, but there was the church there and then my grandma, she had a little store. You could pull into the property and buy stuff from my grandma's house, which was just, you know, it had racks of chips and candies and stuff. That was always the coolest part of going to my grandma's house there. But she would tell stories, (laughs) tell stories of the Prince Chapel and just like, like she was then feeding people and taking care of people, making tea and all that stuff. And it's a, it's a neat place. It was on my dad's album cover too. Oh, so, so my, you're connecting to your dad's album cover. My, my dad's okay. first record, It's Supper Time, based on a Johnny Cash song. He, we had a, they took it on a, a film camera, scanned that photo and photoshopped it, whatever they had at the time as best they could and brightened it up and made this cover and the music found itself in this new captured way the best it's ever been these songs from this territory being recorded at the most beautiful standard just as good as nashville just like austin you know anywhere else in the world Uh, i stand by it i hope it lasts forever because that church won't and the buildings won't the time passes and the faces change you know the new generation but the song stays the same and so maybe when my voice is a memory my son will think back to this and say wow these are the songs my grandpa that I never met sang and uh, he'll carry on in whatever way that means to him but it's always interesting to know the beginning and the beginning I, I credit so much uh, to my father And he learned a lot from the Prince Memorial Chapel, seeing services conducted there. I remember building a coffin box for my great uncle Bowdy, they called him. And uh, he was alive in my childhood for a short time. And it's this blurred image of all these people and all this feeling. And it all started with an organ and voices. And here we are with another record able to capture that history and save it forever for when the buildings are gone and I'm gone. Thank you all for listening to the Sunday Verse. From my new album, Gospel First Nation, this is When He Cometh. When he cometh, when he cometh To make up his jewels All his jewels, precious jewels His loved and his own Like the stars of the morning His bright crown Adorning, they shall shine in their beauty, bright gems for his crown. He will gather, he will gather the gems for 
His kingdom All the pure ones All the bright ones His love them His own Like the stars of the morning His bright crown adorning They shall shine in their beauty Bright gems for His crown Little children, little children Who love their Redeemer Are the jewels, precious jewels His loved and His own Like the stars of the morning His bright crown adorning They shall shine in their beauty Bright gems for His crown Bright gems for His crown